and welcome again to another edition of The Shooter's Roll, a podcast made by fans for the fans. And today I'm joined by Reg. How you going, Reg? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, excellent, excellent. Good. We're going to talk today about fantasy basketball and uh, and the phenomenon that is fantasy basketball that's been going on since really the advent of the internet back in the 90s. And, and look, I've... Um, I've been playing, I'm quite new to the sport. Um, this is going to be my. You're new. I'm new, I'm new. I'm, this is going to be my sixth year yep. going into the leagues this year. Um, but for our fans out there who want to know a little bit about it, so fantasy basketball um, is where uh, you can immerse yourself as and take on the role as a GM. Essentially, a vir- managing a virtual team. Correct, yeah. Putting on that GM hat and then uh, drafting and creating a team based on actual NBA players. Uh, I always look forward to draft day every year. I think that even the build up to it, I mean, the season starts in less than two weeks, and uh, I'm sure all around the world, people are ramping up their mock drafts and Practicing hard on on the actual day. Prepping for that big draft. Prepping for that big draft. Um, Anything can happen. And speaking of which, um, what's how did you get into fantasy, and uh, what what uh, what drew you to it, and what do you like about it? Yeah, so I have always come from a basketball loving household, but I really struggled to get into it as much as I have other sports. So I needed a way to fully immerse myself into the league. NBA is an enormous sport to get your head around if you're not, if you haven't grown up with it. Um, So I needed a way to fully immerse myself into it and um, be able to track what was happening on a daily basis because the NBA changes every single day. Something new is happening. Um, So with all my lovely connects, including you, D-Swizz, I uh, got introduced to the world of fantasy and had my first fantasy season um, last year or last season um, and have not looked back. Excellent. What, uh, what did you like the most about your rookie season as a, as a fantasy GM? Oh, um, I think it's just the... the uh, Oh, maybe the trash talk. The trash talk's good. <laughs> we all do love a bit of trash talk, don't we? No, but I think it's also the added focus and the attention that you have to pay to not only the team that you build, but um, what's going on in the real NBA world. Yes. Um, so you need to be on top of that because um, it always affects every fantasy league. Um, so you need to not only keep on top of um, your virtual team, but also everything else that's happening. Indeed. Yeah. Because you need to be... On the money. You do. Um, for basically six months. Yeah. Uh, which can be problematic um, in terms of prioritization yeah. of yeah. everyday life events. Yeah. I think yeah. it's also a bit of a, you need to you need to have some kind of foreseeability mm-hmm. in the teams. You need to be you need to look beyond what is actually and currently happening in the league and look at what could happen and what may happen and where these players are going and um, what their attitudes and their behaviours in terms of how they fit into the team look because that will also have a big effect on fantasy. So um, I think it 
participating in fantasy just requires you to to be able to understand what's happening in a bigger picture kind of sense. Yeah. In terms of understanding, well, there's several formats mm -hmm. and platforms that um, players can use. The two m more common ones are the Yahoo platform as well as the ESPN platform. And in terms of game types, there's also a couple of game types that are quite popular. There are custom leagues, of course. Um, the two main ones, um, given that this is a Fantasy 101 episode, um, we speak about head-to-head, -head, where your created team versus um, another opponent's created team for the whole week, see about who comes out on top after the week based on the statistical categories and to register that W, and you amass all those Ws. Um, otherwise, it's um, the other format being rotisserie, or roto, um, where the, the accumulation of stats happens on a season-long basis. And after the regular season ends, and after the fantasy season ends, whoever comes out on top on the statistical categories, um, the most statistical categories, takes out the crown for fantasy champion. Um, in your experience, what, what have you played and what um, what have you enjoyed and not enjoyed about those those platforms? So I've only played um, Roto at this stage. Yeah. Um, but the thing I like about Roto is that it is really a season-long commitment. Mm. Um, so you have 82 games per position and you can play those 82 games for each position, however you want throughout the season. Yeah. So you can play um, everything at the beginning, or you can, you know, stack games to the very end. When if you think a player is going to be more valuable um, at the end of the season, um, so it really requires you to um, to focus throughout the entire season, as opposed to, you know, head to head, to head which may, um, and I'm sure we've discussed this before, yeah. have, the, have the un um, unintended effect of um, really good um, teams. Um, losing out by small margins and um, creating that real kind of um, separation yeah. between um, winners and losers where in reality there probably isn't really a big distinction. Yeah. So that's what I like about Roto. Um, but I, yeah, I've only played Roto so far. Well, Roto's my preferred um, game time. Mm -hmm. um, like you mentioned, it's, it's strategy. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's you're playing chess, not checkers. And uh, it's it's playing all players in your league at the same time simultaneously, and uh, and you're never really out of it. I think from my experience, it's been um, if you're in the hunt by the All Star break, you've got a good shot at winning it. So I'm with you. I'm a big fan of Roto. Uh, for the viewers out there and our listeners, uh, can you tell us about? How do you win? How do you win fantasy? Yeah, so um, essentially, um, well, the league um, that I've played at the, mo at the moment has um, has nine categories, the common categories, which are points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, um, three-pointers, turnovers, field goal and free throw percentages. Mm -hmm. um, and really, you're looking to build your team so that you can maximize um, your statistics in each of those categories. So by the end of the season, whoever's leading in each of those categories um, essentially will have more points to be able to win, um, which creates or well, which forces um, fantasy players to to 
strategically look at who they're drafting and how much value each um, player can bring to each of those categories. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, the way it works is you're not going to be able to dominate every single category. So um, I think it really, and going back to um, how important draft day is, it really goes back to um, how well you're able to draft and mm -hmm. what, what categories you're able to focus on um, on that draft day. Because it's, it is hard to make up and catch up on statistical mm. categories that you are falling behind mm. in. Um, the, the hard ones are steals and blocks traditionally and the percentages. The percentages are always hard to, to try and make up um, if you've fallen behind. Uh, lessons learned from last year? Yeah, my first experience I, um, as a kind of rookie fantasy player, um, tended to focus on um, the offensive stats, so yeah. points, um, assists, all that kind of stuff, um, without looking too much on the importance of steals and blocks, like you said, that are pretty hard to come by. Um, and in reality, they, they really are um, limited to um, the really disciplined players who will um, focus and work hard on their defence. Yes. Um, so they're not as easy to come by. Um, and so I think this season I'll be putting more of a focus on those on those stats. You learn from you learn from your mistakes, don't you? <laughs> you do, you do. Or you, you try and get better <laughs> at what you do. So um, for those of our listeners, it's um, I, I really enjoy playing fantasy. I think Reg does too, and I think that uh, this coming NBA season, it's open wide open on the NBA landscape being um, so um, spread out, the talent is so spread out in the league now, where that's added a new component that's totally different from last year, where there was some very heavily um, geared um, teams with a lot of superstars on the team, which for the team's perspective and real life perspective, it's great, but from a fantasy point of view in terms of accruing stats, accumulating yeah. stats, not so much of a good thing. So this is where the separation between real life and fantasy happens. But so um, we do hope that uh, you've learned a little bit about NBA fantasy in this episode and look forward to your mock drafts in the future. We'll be posting our team shortly too, so give us a shout out and what you think we've uh, stumbled or, or did well in, in, our, in our drafts this coming NBA season with a shooter's role. And we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for watching.